Did I ever, I ever tell you that I got into a, uh, I got into a fight in, uh, uh, at space camp? That is a very loaded statement. What up, home skillets? It's your boy, Skanky, here with the M call for this next episode of Shenantics, which we record regularly. Every uh, quarter. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> right? The quarterly podcast, Shenantics, once a, once a blue moon. No, what Let is- me tell you, they're going to be so excited when they see this uploaded. It's true. That's why we do this, for the excitement. If we did it regularly, everyone would be like, oh, look, another one, right? But now it's... exactly. It's exciting. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. So. Yeah, it's like a rare thing, you know? Yeah. This is like a fossil yeah. being dug up by an archaeologist. Exactly. Like Calm said, in a podcast every second Monday of a blood moon when Mercury is in retrograde. That's right. And we even made our sacrifice. <laughs> exactly. See? Overwatch Every- 2. Yeah. Oh. 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 oh, Overwatch. It had to be done. <laughs> Before it, it has even come out. <laughs> no, I want it so bad, Skanky. Do you? I do. I still I think love you Overwatch. and like five people. Want I think it. that's true. But I, I love, I love Overwatch. I really do. I really do. I, I'm playing some later tonight. I think so. Wow. I know. It's I gaming. Just, yeah, Overwatch and Hearthstone. Those are my jams, man. Those are my jams. You know, so. I've never been into Hearthstone. The, the the cards stuff. I'm not really. I also hear you have to do math. Yeah, eh, 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 eh. a little bit, right? Don't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's simple math, though. It, but that's the stuff that that that's like triggering s- for me. Sub twenty math, I would say. So sub twenty, uh, okay. Like add and subtract numbers that are lower than twenty. I would say. Oh no, 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 thanks. <laughs> nope, nope. Count me out. No, oh, I love. Uh, did you, have you ever played a collectible collectible card game? I mean, I played Pokemon, but I don't think I actually played by the rules of Pokemon. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, when, when at least I was younger, and uh, yeah, you were younger too. We're both young men. Both when we young were younger, uh, you know, I don't think anyone actually knew the real rules of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. So everyone kind of just made up rules. Yeah. And like, remember there were like gemstones or something, and then like, you know, energy cards, and like, I, I'll be honest, I don't even, I don't even know how to play Pokemon. <laughs> so. I just remember having the cards and like. Me and my brother played, but like he was like, "Oh yeah, like the rules are dumb. Like let's make our own rules." I mean, that's that's next level shit right there. We uh, did you know the Pokemon rules? No, I did not know that Pokemon r- oh, rules. Oh, okay. I um, my <laughs> from that same era, I was uh, collecting uh, Magic the Gathering cards, uh, and me and one of my other friends did, and we had. No idea how to play the game. I remember, like, we were, I have vivid memories of like sitting on the floor of his bedroom, quote unquote, playing magic. And it was, I don't know, just we somehow made up rules, I guess, and like kind of just played. But then at some point, we decided we wanted to go play with other people. So we brought our cards to a, um, like a, a game store, like a card shop or whatever, and we wanted to play with them. And there was like three or four like you know adults sitting around this table, and like, can we play magic with you? Uh-huh. And they're like, yeah, sure. And so like we sit down and we pull out our deck that has like 
150 cards in it because uh-huh. <laughs> we just put all the cards we like into the deck. And they're uh-huh. like, uh, your deck's only supposed to have like like 40, 50 cards in it. Like, what? what is this? They're like, what do you mean? Like, that's not how you play Magic. <laughs> <laughs> So we had like no idea about that, and they're like, "Are you following any of the other rules?" We're like, "Oh, we didn't, we didn't realize that there were rules like that. <laughs> like, like there's like resources, like mana resources or whatever, like the red, green, yeah. blue. And I think we just put like all of the ones that we ever had just in the deck. And so it's like oh it was my just, God. yeah, it was, it was, it was so embarrassing. So we weren't allowed to play with them, and we quickly had to had to leave the <laughs> shop. Uh, with our tail between our legs so well i mean that's okay yeah yeah I, was... you know magic is a pretty insane game mm-hmm. mostly because it has i mean it is still so popular mm-hmm. and people i mean they love that shit and that guy who made that game man he must be like a billionaire yeah yeah i mean geez those decks are so expensive <laughs> I know, right oh man i God. i'll tell you though i like um I read I read a Polygon article a few weeks ago about how it's I think it's called the commander format whatever like the most commonly played format of magic is like how uh-huh. it came about or whatever it was just I don't know I I think it's a cool subculture like magic is a has a cool subculture that I really like reading about because it's something I know nothing about but I feel like a kinship because they are a subgenre of geekdom but yeah yeah, so I don't know, but we should start. We, maybe we can like start up a, a Pokemon card collecting group again. You, you know, me. there's so many. Yeah, I, I think that would be cool. At first, I thought you were pitching that we make a card game, and I was like, oh, no, I don't think no, that's no, 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 no. I'm not. That's so much work. That's a, that's you know? too much work, man. That's too and we much don't like work. work. No, we we want to take um, the easy route, like buy exactly. Cards. Exactly. Did you ever play Yu-Gi-Oh? I did not play Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, okay. So there was one summer where I played Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Wait. And I think we also made up rules. Is, isn't Yu-Gi-Oh the one where you have like a contraption that sits on your arm that holds the cards? Those are Beyblades. <laughs> <laughs> Beyblades? Beyblades. Beyblades. Do you not know what Beyblades are? Yu-Gi-Oh. Bay. No, they're not connected. Blade. They're two totally different things. Yu-Gi-Oh! Beyblade. No, what the hell's a Beyblade? Beyblades? You don't know where Beyblades are? No. Okay, so there's like a so what you do is you you get a rink. There's like a rink, and then you you have this contraption where you pull the string, and out comes <gasps> this like oh my god they're like fighting tops. Yeah, fighting tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's not like a contraption on your arm. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about with the contraption on your arm, because that's not Yu-Gi-Oh, as far as I know. And I, the only thing I can think of is Beyblades. Yu-Gi-Oh arm holder. Let's see. Yeah, okay, it is Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay, it where, is? Where, are, where, is, where is our DM? Because you need to see... This is I what don't I'm know thinking. if I've ever seen this. Oh, you know what? I think I saw this in a commercial once. <laughs> so... Oh yeah, you know why? I because I think this was in the Yu-Gi-Oh TV show, wasn't it? Man, I I don't know. I never watched Yu-Gi-Oh. Look at this kid. <laughs> Look at all these. Fucking kids. Christ, dude! Why? Why does Discord do this? What color shirt does they have? Do they have black? But it does. He have spiky hair. Yeah, yeah, spiky I, hair. I, yeah, you I see, yeah, you I see, see that. You see him. No, I see that kid. That kid's lit, dude. <laughs> That kid's I, seen some shit. I had that haircut through most of 
uh, end no, of middle school. No, you had spiky hair I like did. That? I did. And the bus driver used to call me Spikes when I got on. I was like, I thought I was so cool because I had a nickname with the bus driver. That is how much of a nerd I am. Dude, let me tell you. Being friends with a bus driver was it. <laughs> I remember. When did she... I've, she had to, it had to have been middle school when she was my bus driver. Because I remember the last day, her name was Mrs. Mack. And I uh-huh. last day I get on the bus, I'm like, Mrs. Mack, we're jumping out of the back of the bus today. She's like, no, you're not. I'm like, Mrs. Mack, we are. Can you please wait for us to jump out the back of the bus? It's our last day. Um, so like she pulls up to our stop. She's like, all right, get out. <laughs> so we opened up the back and jumped out. And it was the coolest oh. thing ever. So I have a lot of bus stories. Oh, yeah? Let's hear them. Yeah. Okay, so... So we, back in, I guess, grade school, we, I was on the worst bus in the school. Like, it was determined by everybody that we had the wildest, craziest bus. And our bus driver didn't give a fuck. Okay? So our bus was appropriately named the F bus. Okay? And we used to go on this, obviously, the same ride every day. And we used to pass by this deli. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. We used to pass by this deli. And the deli is across the street from the high school. So uh, all the high school kids used to go there and, like, I don't know, eat stuff, you know, outside of the deli. You know, as you do in a deli. (laughs) Just New York things. Eating their, you know, eating their their super sod and all that shit. Right? So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so every time we would pass we would get close to the deli somebody in the bus it was never determined who would do it but someone would yell deli boys <laughs> and every, this is so fucking weird that I'm talking about this everyone would stand up and start throwing and cursing at high schoolers in front of the deli oh my god I don't know why and then they would all flip us back, and people would throw like granola bars <laughs> and like bananas at them. Why? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. And then, um, and then yeah, we would we would that that was it. <laughs> when when you were younger, would you ever have imagined that you'd be telling this story for strangers no. on the internet? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then our bus driver, Dally like, boys, Dally boys, yeah, yeah. I'll say I screamed it once. It was great. Okay. You know, you know it, it was never determined who would do it, but it, was, it happened every time. Yeah, yeah. So then um, well, our bus driver did not give a fuck. So he used to, the school was catching wind of how wild our bus was. So they were like, yo, the bus driver, you got to calm shit down. All right? This is getting ridiculous. So he's like, okay, I know what to do. So he used to... He used to have a big jar of candy in the front. And he would be like, okay, one person I'm going to determine each week is going to be like the, the, the guard of the bus. And that person was allowed to stand up on the bus throughout the whole ride. <laughs> so safe, right? And they would walk up and down the aisles and make sure everyone had their seatbelt on, which, of course, no one ever wore their seatbelt no, on the bus. No, who wears the seatbelt on right? the bus? Right? On a yeah. bus? Never. Even though I think it's like the most dangerous thing. (laughs) (laughs) And they they would walk around and yell at people for doing wrong things. And then at the end, they would get a candy. Okay. Hold on. I love that your bus driver essentially like implemented a Lord of the Flies conch shell (laughs) 
yeah. thing yeah. with the bus. This was his idea for of safety, okay? So we uh, we did that for a while, and, and, you know, I was waiting for my chance to be the guard yeah. because it was cool. You could stand up on the bus. You get to yell at people. That's fun, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm thinking of another story now, too. I'll tell you that next. So then, <laughs> uh, you know, I was talking to him. I don't even remember the guy's name. And I was like, we scheduled it out when my day was going to be to be the guard. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was hyped. I was so ready to be the guard on this bus. So then w- we get to the day and, you know, I'm ready. I- I'm-, I'm getting warmed up. I got to the bus early. You know, I'm already standing up looking at the seats, you know, making sure everything's all, all situated. Oh, my God. And then this girl comes on and she's like, oh, no, I'm the guard today. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like. Uh no, I'm just gonna call the bus driver John. John said that I'm the bu- I'm the I'm the bus guard today. So I go to John. I'm like John. I thought I was supposed to be the bus guard today. He's like, oh no, she's the guard. Oh John, you know I I was never able to be the guard. Oh, I was so disappointed. I was so angry. And then another time, he told us to do the wave on the bus. You know what the wave is? Where you raise your hands up in the air? No, 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 no please. Not on a bus. So what you do is you get a kid in each row. Okay. By the way, we're dri- he's driving by while we're doing this. <laughs> and he told us to do the wave. So there's one person in each row, mm-hmm. and they put their hands on the head of the seats. Okay. And they, they pop up. Like you, you <laughs> extend your arms and you pop up. And we did that like a wave. Down the bus. Oh my god! Yeah, he got fired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think the Deli Boys thing stopped probably when I was in fifth grade or so. Oh my! I gosh. think it stopped. That's amazing. But let me tell you, um, I uh, one day when I was in high school, I was in front of the deli. <laughs> A typical Deli boy I would be, and the bus. Is on the same route. It's no longer the F bus, though. But uh, there were people on the bus looking at us, and there were some, I saw some middle fingers being thrown. And part of me <laughs> was a little proud that the tradition <laughs> kept going. <laughs> a little more low key, though, because they don't want their bus driver to get fired. <laughs> sure, sure. And I think there's actually like adult monitors on the bus, not children walking up and down the aisles while the bus is moving. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. I like to imagine that when she, your nemesis, walked on the bus, <laughs> she's like, "I'm the guard." You're like, "Only room for one sheriff in this town." <laughs> well, you know what the thing was? She was older than me. Oh, okay, yeah. So I was like, you know, I, I felt like there wasn't much I could do. Mm, yeah, yeah. That makes Although sense. I was promised, and I wanted that piece of fucking candy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, wild times. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's crazy, <laughs> man. Bus stories. Who would have thought? Man, that came out of nowhere. That came out of nowhere. That, was, that came out of that was, nowhere. That was great. You don't have any good bus stories? Uh, so Nothing that equals Deli Boys? <laughs> uh, so one time we... Were you ever in band? Yes. Okay. You know... I was in band and orchestra. And I was in... Um, you were such uh, a nerd. Jazz band. I was also in jazz band, and I am tone deaf. <laughs> like I like oh, the shit. quintessential problem with like middle school jazz bands. <laughs> was... I think you told me before, but you played trumpet? Trombone. Played trombone. trombone. I was close. I was close. Yeah. Start with um, a T. But um, uh, what's the... What's the um, 
What's the what's the brass bassy instrument that that they they're usually with the trombone people it starts with a B, the baritone. Baritones. Is that well, it? that's a that's a that's also a, a level of singing, isn't it? Oboe. Barit- yeah. No, oboe is a is a woodwind. Is it a woodwind? You know, yeah, I'm not good with the woodwind versus brass situation. Let's, oh yeah, it's a baritone. Bar bar eye tone. It's called a baritone. Yeah, yeah. Hold I on. No, if I know what that. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You so, know, let me be honest. I didn't know the name of this instrument. <laughs> I only do because they sat next to us in uh in band, but um, but which is relevant to the bus story because the person I sat next to me in band that played baritone was also my neighbor. Okay. As we rode the same bus home. Um, but the reason that this is important is for um, for those of you guys that haven't played in brass instruments, the mouthpiece, which is the piece that your mouth touches to blow air into on a brass instrument. What? I know. I know. Shocking, right? <laughs> um, it comes off, right? And so you can, it separates yes. from the rest of it. And so my, my neighbor, he had his mouthpiece in like a separate little mouthpiece holder that he like kept in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Giant mm-hmm. nerds, all of us. Anyways, but we were, we were on a bus ride home and there was some argument and fight with the kids in the back of the bus and my neighbor took his mouthpiece out of his pocket and to win the argument smashed it on top of some kid's head and what the fuck yeah (laughs) and the little like button clasp thing you know those like brass buttons like that like popped open and so like the little nubbin smashed into like the kid's skull and like fractured off a piece and it's like gushing blood on the bus and so so we had to we had to make an emergency trip with the whole bus to the hospital. Um, you went to the hospital, the bus, <laughs> the, bus the whole to, bus. Yeah, the bus stopped at the hospital, which Whoa. in hindsight does not and seem like. Off and said, "All right, see you later." <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that we. I think the if I remember correctly, the bus stopped at the hospital. Our parents had to come fetch us from the hospital. Oh my <laughs> we were, god! They were not going to complete their route. Um, but and yes, yeah, so that was that was that was crazy as shit. Did you have a, a lot of fights in your school? Uh, I don't, I don't think so, but I, I mean, I didn't not, I mean, there, there could have been an average amount and I just wasn't really aware of it because I did, yeah. I'm not a fighting type, but I don't know. I feel like I, but I feel like the stories I do remember were like kind of serious enough that like you would remember, like I remember there was one of my other neighbors that lived much further down the street. I think we dated at one point, like way like sixth grade when, you know, quote unquote dating, but, uh-huh. um, she in high school, like junior year, she was dating some guy, broke up with him, started dating someone else, and then that guy brought a knife to school for some reason. Um, and As got, you do, <laughs> right? And got into an altercation with like her new boyfriend, and then he ended up getting expelled because he brought a weapon to school. Um, Ooh! But so no one got, got stabbed. Luckily, no one got stabbed. So, That's but like, good. I think it, like his, I think the knife was like in his locker too. But like, someone knew that he brought it. So it's like when he got in the fight, someone's like, "Oh, he also has a knife," and then they found it and he got expelled. Yeah. So, um, but, but yes, yeah, so I feel like I don't know. I feel like there's probably an average number of fights, maybe. I'm yeah, not, I, I I'm think not a fighter. Same for me. I think there was a there was a pretty average amount of fights. Yeah. Not a lot, but I remember them. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, in like uh, grade school, middle school, I feel like I was terrified in school. Mm, mm-hmm. Like I, I, the the authority was very. Uh, I don't know. It, it was just so much. Yeah, same. 
like the, the the rule breaking or breaking a rule i felt like there was so many dumb rules yeah that i a lot of them i don't even remember <laughs> but like i don't know they just seemed so pointless yeah. i was in detention all the time you were really shit. i was yeah i've only been i've been in detention twice once was i think seventh or eighth grade um and the only other time i've been in detention was in fourth grade because uh the principal told me to stand in line and because i'm a idiot fourth grader i said you can't tell me what to do it's a free country (laughs) (laughs) freedom of speech i know i was like god looking back i'm so embarrassed about younger me that's so Uh, good yeah anyway that was that was only the two times i got in trouble did i ever i ever tell you i got into a uh i got into a fight in uh uh at space camp That is a very loaded statement. <laughs> that that is the most M Cole thing I think I've ever heard, and I love it so much. But no, first of all, I thought you said you're not the fight type. I am not. And now you're saying you got into a fight at space camp. I know. Well, what was it about? It was so Einstein st- was right. No, it was so stupid. Like they were. They were they were trying to make us play sports at space camp and like mm-hmm. they were trying to have us like play volleyball or something. And I don't even, I don't remember exactly how it escalated, but like me and some kid you play and, volleyball? Wait, what? At space camp? Don't you do like space things? We do do space things. They I guess they wanted to try and like weave in physical activity. I have no idea. It was oh, terrible. Physical activity at space I camp? I know. I know. Okay. Um but uh, they we were like playing volleyball, and some like some kid on the other team like asked me to toss him the ball, so I threw the ball at him, and then he got pissed and like threw the ball back at me. So then I whipped it at him, and so then he came over and he threw a punch at me, gave me a black eye, and then I threw a punch <gasps> at him, and I broke his nose. And then what? The, you <laughs> broke his nose? Uh, yes, yeah, so I broke his nose, and so then the administration like comes and gets us, and they uh. They didn't know what to do with us because this has never happened before at space at camp. At space camp, yeah. No. And so, like, I remember they're like, they're, uh, they're asking, like, like, all right, well, we need you to call your parents. And I was like, this is like in freaking Florida. And like, my dad took me down there and he's out golfing or doing whatever he's doing because, like, you stay at space camp. I'm like, I don't know how to get a I have hold of so my many dad. Questions for you. Okay, go on. <laughs> anyway, so I have to call my mom, who's still like back up in Chicago, and like she was so pissed. And they were like, "Like we don't know what to do because this never happens at space camp, and like we feel like we should like kick them out, but like also you have no one down here to come pick him up. So like we're just gonna like maybe keep him in here for a day, and then we'll let him return to like regular activities." Um, but yeah, so it was, it was it was kind of anticlimactic. By this black eye, and I wore my baseball hat backwards. And I thought Dude, it was that's so, so fucking badass. cool. Yeah, I thought it was so cool. So okay, yeah. can, can I ask you a series of questions? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, what the fuck first? <laughs> but like, okay, so like, what the what are you doing in space camp in Florida? I have no idea. How did that happen? Well, you're younger than me, so I don't know if it was still happening when when. You were like that uh-huh. age, but when I was in fourth or fifth grade, the space camp commercials were everywhere on TV, yeah, and so I, I think, think I like them. I think I yeah, they were everywhere. Like it was, 
And so I really wanted to go. And I think like I begged my parents for like two years and they eventually got it for me one year for like a Christmas present or something that I can go to space camp. Uh-huh. Um, and my dad and stepmom would go down to Florida all the time to go golfing and stuff. So I think it was like they just planned it along one of their normal trips that they would just take me and drop me off or whatever. So, yeah, so I got to go to I got to go to space camp and then aviation challenge the next year. So I, was, I did a, d- a double duty on that one. Well, wasn't there the, well, 2003, wasn't that the Columbia Space Shuttle launch, right? Mm, I don't know if that was inspiring of Space 2003, I would have been in high school at that point. So when did, when did I go to? Yeah, when did you go to space camp? Um, How old are you when you're in fifth grade, fourth grade? How old are you when you're in fourth grade? Uh, Dude, I'm not good with that. U.S., how old in fourth grade? I always say like the two worst th- things I'm not good at is like ages with grades and how long to put things into the microwave for. Those are those are the two <laughs> things I struggle with and I think I will struggle with them for the rest of my life. And math under 20. <laughs> no, I'm okay with that. I was just joking, obviously. 7 minus 6, quick. Okay, go oh, on. Uh, <laughs> students are usually 9 or 10 years old. So oh, it would have okay. been about like what like uh, 96ish, 97. So oh, late okay. 90s was when I went to Late space 90s. Camp. Okay, so way before the... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so what... what? Sorry, were you going to say something? No, no, go on. Okay, what do you do at space camp? You... What's spacey about it? You do... You, you learn about astronomy stuff. You learn about, like, the history of space flight and NASA and all okay. that kind of stuff. But... Then you also get like to play around in like their simulators and like simulators, yeah, like flying space shuttles and or like doing um, I think where like you'll use like the arm to like try and assemble Uh things out in like makeshift space. That they do, they do one where like they put you in a spacesuit and put you in like a pool, like they do with the Uh astronauts for like you know low gravity training. Um, it's yeah, it's I mean, it's this. Did you go to Kennedy Space Center? The space center when you were there i think that's where i think that's did one, it take place i think that's where no there was no sh- uh shuttle launch when i was when i was there unfortunately um well, not a shuttle launch but like did you go there to like oh yeah because you tour we, and shit? yeah we toured around because then they show you like the old like shuttles and rockets and all that kind of cool. stuff um so th- yeah that one that one was when i went to space camp it was there and then aviation challenge was at the huntsville alabama look place i believe i think i don't know that one is, and that's where you like pretend you're a fighter jet trainee so like you get to like Whoa. do simulations to land a plane on like an aircraft carrier and they have this thing where like you know if a helicopter uh, crashes in the water it turns upside down because they're top heavy did you know that no, but I didn't go to aviation oh. camps. Well, so they have like this thing that's like a helicopter body and they okay. dunk it in the water and then it flips over and you have to like swim out to like train to like swim out of a, a crashed helicopter. And then they, on the, like the culmination of it, this is so stupid looking back on it, but like it was it so epic when I did it and I can't believe that. On the last day, like uh, the last evening of Aviation Challenge, they do this thing where like, you're supposed to be 
like quote unquote like behind enemy lines and like you have to like before you go into it like you before you start like the little adventure you're gonna do uh-huh. you have to like get yourself all done up in like camo and all that kind of stuff oh, and like no. like paint your faces and everything and they're like alright now we're gonna put you out in the woods and you have to crawl through the woods and the instructors are gonna be there with paintball guns and you can't let them see you or else like you, you know you're out and like that's how you like end up failing and all that kind of stuff and it was like so epic and we're spending all this time like getting ready like picking out the right clothes because we have to like makeshift our own camo and everything and we're like oh this is gonna be so epic it's gonna be the middle of the night we're gonna be crawling through the forest and they're not gonna see us and at the time it felt really epic looking back on it what it actually ended up being was a huge long trail of kids lined up head to foot like crawling through it and the instructors would just like walk through and like step over you like oh they just somehow missed you it's like there's like literally a line of kids like in bullshit camo in the middle of the woods like yes they all saw us the entire time but we thought we were so cool and so badass by doing this but this um, is aviation camp aviation challenge in huntsville alabama (laughs) What is happening? This is, this is. How old were you when that was going on? That was the next day. That was the year. That was. That was. I was probably. So you were like eleven or something. I was like eleven. I was probably like eleven. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. So did you like want to be a pilot or something? No, or? no. I went. I went to. <laughs> I went to. You? I went to space camp because I wanted to be an astronaut. I went to of aviation course. challenge because we learned about it at space camp <laughs> and it sounded cool. So. Did you get like an award at the end? No. No, I think they gave us like a patch. I should see if I have any of my aviation challenge stuff. You have like a like a folder. I probably have like a folder. I I have like dog tags and stuff, you know. Oh shit! So that's cool. Yeah, but that was that was. Dude, they're like always. I ask because I feel like when you're a kid, there's always kind of like these little things that adults try to like give you as like an incentive (laughs) to complete tasks. Yeah. So like when I was um, when I used to play lacrosse. Mm Hmm. They used to give out at the end of every single... This is so dumb. At the end of every single game, they used to give out the Golden Shorts Award. <laughs> yes. Which is literally a pair of golden gym shorts <laughs> to the person who did the best job. Oh, my God. And so help me God, I wanted those golden <laughs> shorts. Oh, Oh, but then man. I never got them one year, oh. and then the next year they changed them to the silver shorts. Oh, but uh, you know, just <laughs> budget you know, cuts, right? They budget cuts. They ran out of the money for the gold shorts. Yeah, and I got. I, well, I remember one game. I was trying so hard to get um the silver shorts, and me and this kid. I, I was not like super good at lacrosse, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess like I was all right, but like not as good as some other people on the team. That like ended up going to college to literally play lacrosse, which is, I guess, something. Um, I guess that means you're good. So then um, I remember me and this kid that were like not very good at lacrosse. We were like, all right, bro, let's work together this game so that one of us gets the shorts. And he was like, all right, like that works. So uh, do you know like the positions of lacrosse? No, at all? no, I have no idea about lacrosse. Okay, so. There's a, there's a, I actually don't even remember everything, but this might be right or wrong, but don't quote me on it. Okay. So there's this uh, the position called the midfield, mm-hmm. which is 
I think three in the middle, literally in the middle of the field, mm -hmm. but they can run any direction they want. So they can run all around the field, anywhere they want. And then there's a position called the attack. The attack play on the opposite side of the field mm -hmm. of where their goalie is. Mm -hmm. So they play okay. on the side of the opposing team's goalie. Mm -hmm. And then the other team obviously has both of them. Like they both have attack on both sides. And then they have defense, which is the defense. They, they play on the side of where their goalie is. Yeah. So I used to play attack because attack is the best position because mm -hmm. you can still get a goal if you want to and you don't have to run around the whole field because <laughs> yes. like that's a lot of work, right? Mm -hmm. um, but then they switched me over to midfield because like, oh, he's a good runner. And I'm like, oh my God, like, <laughs> oh. I'm literally going to die. <laughs> so I was playing midfield and me and this kid, we were trying to work together because he was playing midfield too so that we could get a goal. So we could get the silver shorts. Mm -hmm. And I eventually got the ball and I was just running. I was running with it. And me and this kid were next to each other and we were passing it back and forth. And our coach was screaming at us. <laughs> and we were like, no, 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 no. We're doing, we got this. We're doing great. Everything's fine. We find out that we're running in the wrong direction. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> because it's confusing when you're playing lacrosse because you see your teammates on both sides. Oh my God. So the only way to know is the defense is has longer sticks. Mm -hmm. So you can eye those out and the goalie. <laughs> so we were running in the wrong direction and the opposite team's attack players we're like, oh, come on in. Go score on your own goalie. So I was like, oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. Ended up being the worst game I ever played. I think he took me out of the game. After <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I'm like, I'm never getting these silver shorts. Yeah, no, exactly. You were, you were, go, you were going for the, for the gold, silver, gold. And it, Whatever it, ended, up, it ended up being, being the, uh, the opposite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I did get them eventually, though. I still have them. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. the the string broke though. I can't wear them anymore. Oh, well, we should get those repaired. I feel like that's a, a defining a moment of your childhood that we. That's need a to, terrible memory. We need to keep going. Terrible with. memory. Oh my gosh. Good stuff, man. Childhood experiences. <laughs> Space camp and silver shorts, <laughs> and doing the wave on the bus for the yeah. deli boys. Ah. And M. Cole get into fights in a black eye. My this goodness. Is, this is, we learned yeah. so much. Yeah. And you know what they say? Oh, they're running out of things to talk about. Uh, <laughs> huh. Little do they know we have. Little do they know. We got a backlog. I, we, well, I don't know. If you, if, you, if you think that like maybe we're going in reverse chronological order through our lives, we're actually running out of stuff at this point because we're quickly approaching the limits of our memory. But it's oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you my youngest memory one day. Uh, on the next episode, or no, no, okay. we got man, we got a lot more content than that. So in many more episodes, I'll tell you my youngest memory. Oh, I can't wait on the series finale of Shenantics. So the series finale. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> anyway, speaking of series, though, actually uh -huh. not really. Let's talk movies for a second because I I've I've some I have some things that I I've seen that I want I want to tell you about. Okay. First of all, uh, last night I watched this movie Palm Springs, um, on Hulu and fantastic you should absolutely go watch it it's got a little bit of a groundhog day vibe on it it's got uh it's got your boy what's your boy your boy what's what's his My name boy it's palm springs movie 
It's the Andy. Andy, right? Sandberg? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's got him on it. He's my uh, boy. I'm assuming so. Uh, it's got the uh, <laughs> okay. It's, it's got that. It's got that woman from How I Met Your Mother, the mom. Come uh, on, come on. Uh, Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Milotti, Akiva Schaefer, Kristen Milotti, Jorma Tacone. It's got uh, it's got uh, the dad from the OC. Oh no, those are the producers. Sandy. Me. Sandy from the OC? California. Here we come. Anyways, I, I strongly recommend it. I really want you to watch it and tell me if you think it's good or bad because I thought it was so fantastic. Okay. okay. Um, the other movie I watched last weekend is uh, <clears throat> Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Have you seen that? No, not yet, but it's fantastic. On my list. Oh my God, watch it right away. It was so good. I'm waiting was, for it to come out on the Criterion channel. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. So good. I mean, I saw the trailers in theaters when movie theaters existed, and uh, I was super hyped. You know, it's actually funny, though. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that, because I was originally going to watch that movie when it was at one of our small local theaters before COVID, and Ooh. didn't get around to it, so now I watched it during COVID time. I've watched more movies during COVID than I think I've watched in a very long time. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, and then the last one. Speaking of Criterion Collection, have you seen the box art for Parasite for Criterion Collection? Yes, I have. Isn't it so and cool? <sighs> no? How? How do you not think this is amazing? I, I'm actually not really a huge fan. Why? I like the Morse code thing. Yeah. Because it does go with the film, but Criterion art in general is usually a lot better I, my personal take i thought they could have done something a little different no oh, yeah i i thought it was amazing though i'm <laughs> sad now I'm, look at some other criterion film covers okay tell me what tell me some that you like Cri- okay Cri- well, let, me, let me look real quick Rian collection let's see let's see see if i agree with you on this okay <clears throat> I gotta find some good ones. Yeah. Yep. See? You know, I don't like own a lot of these because Criterions are so expensive. And I also don't have like a Blu ray player. <laughs> and I just stream them off the Criterion channel, which, by the way, is the best streaming service ever. And everyone should invest in it. Okay. Yo, Diabolic has a sick one. Hold on. Hold on. How can I find this? I'm sure if you could just Google it. You can just do like Diabolic uh, Criterion Cover. Diabolic Criterion Cover. Well, none of these are the movie that you said. Are you spelling Diabolic right? No, I clearly am. Ooh, that's a cool one. (laughs) All right. I'm digging it. Look up House, too. House, house two or house? House, just house. House. Nineteen seventy-seven. Oh, that yeah. one's horrifying. Yeah, that's actually pretty. See, cool. like something artistic like that is cool. Mm, okay, I'm I feel like they could have went down. another level yeah. with this. Yeah, you know. All right, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. 
But the Easter egg's pretty cool. I like the Easter egg. It's nice. Also, The Man Who Knew Too Much is also a very good uh, Criterion cover. Let's search one more. The Man Who Knew Too Much. Mm -mm -mm, 1934. Alfred Hitchcock. Mm, That is a pretty good one. All right. All right. All right. There are options here. You might you might have you might have a point. You might It just seems point. a little lazy. I thought they, they could have went another mile and the extra mile with it. Mm. Okay. Have you All been right. watching any, any TV series recently? Oh hold on, can I tell you about Parasite real quick and then we'll talk oh, TV? Shit. I'm sorry, yeah, I thought you were done. Yeah, so I finally watched Parasite. Oh. Okay, good. And it was fantastic. Yeah, isn't it so good? I will tell you, I was a little thrown for a while because I didn't know anything about the movie, like, like at all. Like, I didn't look, up, yeah. I didn't read, see anything about it. But for some reason, and I don't know why, for some reason, I thought it was a horror film. And yeah, well, the trailer makes it seem that way. Maybe that's what it is. It was either that or when I was watching the Oscars, like a lot of like the little clips they show were like really high intensity or like where they're running from something uh-huh. type clip. And so uh, either that or the trailer or something made me think it was a, a horror movie. And so it was very confusing for quite a while um, uh-huh. to kind of get into the feel of the movie. But like, I thought where's it was the scary part. <laughs> what's that? You're like, where's the scary part? Exactly. I'm like, wait, when does the giant bug monster come out, right? That's what happens. <laughs> the parasite. <laughs> so anyways, but no, I thought, it was, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And it got me realizing that I should be watching more movies than I've been watching. Mm. So it was, yeah, it was very good. It was very good. But um, Have you watched Old Boy? No. Okay. No, I've never heard of that. Have I brought that up? I don't, Maybe. Okay, Old Boy is amazing. Watch the Korean version, not the remade U.S. version. That thing's a piece of shit. Okay. Old Boy is just fantastic. You should definitely watch that if you liked Parasite. Uh, you should watch, uh, look up a lot more of uh, Korean films. They got some killer ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking. I should. I'm a. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. It was. It was good shit, man. It was good stuff. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, it was it was good. Anyways, TV. I have surprisingly not been watching a lot of TV. I've, okay. Not that much. I've been... Uh, okay. Have I told you what my favorite show is? Have we ever talked about this? My One of my favorite shows of all time? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. On Netflix, Dating Around. I've never heard this before. No. Oh, my God. Skanky. <sighs> okay. I love this show so much. It's, okay a very simple premise of there is a main person and that main person goes on five blind dates and you watch the five blind dates they go on. And afterwards they pick someone to go on a second date with. And that's the reveal at the end of it. It's almost like reality TV with all of the reality TV cut out. And I love it so incredibly much. It is so incredibly good. It's fun. There's cool little storylines. The people are great. And it's like, like I loved dating back when I did dating. And I had this realization in the past few weeks that like up until now, like literally up until the last few months, I know what dating has been like, especially in the modern day, because that's what I did. But like, I have no idea what dating in COVID is like. And so it's like, I 
like felt old because or not old because I guess it happens to people at all ages, but like someone that's not in the dating market. Like I'm like, oh, mm. like I don't understand that world anymore. But then I get to watch dating around and watch people go on fun little dates, and it's it's interesting. So I strongly recommend it. It's a nice little like don't really want to do anything, but I want to have something out in the background type show because it doesn't take uh. a ton of um, energy, but it's just it's it's delightful. So. Kind of reminds me of Next on MTV. It does. It does. And I also <laughs> loved Next with the bus. The, uh, be- the best were always when someone like took one step off the bus and like, Next. And you're like, oh, yes. Oh, it's the most <laughs> embarrassing thing. Yeah. So, anyways. And but then no. they always had like a cheesy line they said. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, you should, watch, so uh, you should watch some dating around. But, anyways, what TV have you been watching? Okay. So I finished my rewatch of Lost. Oh, yeah. I was going to start that still. All six seasons. How it's, does it does it stand up? Still good. Okay, so let me give you my review. First of all, loved the experience. It was great. Okay, season one had some slow points. I would say, although altogether as a season, really fantastic television. Okay, first season and the pilot also is just so good. Mm-hmm. I felt a lot more this time around that Charlie is kind of a dick. Really? Yeah, I'm not a fan of him anymore wow. and he was one of my favorite characters when i first watched yeah same but there was some shit that he did that i was kind of like yo bro like calm the fuck down like, okay chill interesting that i didn't remember yeah and like his backstory is cool mm-hmm. but it seemed a little weak in my eyes wow like, there's okay. the, like his first his first like uh flashback mm-hmm. of him like getting into the band and stuff mm-hmm. and then like I don't even know if you remember this, but like what happens on the island is Jack gets caught in a cave in and Charlie has to go in. He goes in there to save him. Mm. It's it's a little cheesy. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was a little weird. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then, uh, you know, I was watching through. I had a lot of fun. I would say the best seasons were season three, four, five. Okay, interesting. With three being the best. Why Actually, is no, that? Four. Four being the best. Four Why is, is that? Best. Because I feel like that's different than what a lot of people would say. Or at least yeah. people, that, people that haven't watched it recently and they're remembering the show in the past. Yeah, yeah. So I remember... Should, we, should I spoil something? I don't know. It's kind of old now. Yeah, spoilers ahead. Ding, ding, ding. Spoilers ahead spoiler. for Lost if you... Okay, so like when I originally watched it, mm-hmm. I was not a big fan of when they got off the island. Mm-hmm. But like, I guess what I was so what I was blinded by when they got off the island was the reason, the whole reasoning behind it. Because I was just like the whole time I was like, oh, I just want them to be back on the island because that mm-hmm. was fun and interesting. And now they're off the island. But now I'm, I, when watching it back, it was so cool to see how they told the story in tandem mm-hmm. with everything else that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, like the storytelling of them being back to civilization or only a couple of them obviously back to civilization but they would they would show how it all happened mm-hmm. in kind of like this incremental order but backwards so you only figured out all the stuff by the end of the season was so mm-hmm. cool yeah yeah and i really i like i just kind of enjoyed that whole thing um and it was it was still although I guess because you see them off the island, but you also see them on the island at the same time. Season four, I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. I'm mixing up seasons, but so you see them trying to get off the island, but you see that they get 
off, but you don't know how because mm-hmm. there's only a couple of them that are off the island. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was cool. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. The storytelling yeah. was there. There were some points where I felt like some of the backstory for people kind of fell off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it felt like they were just doing flashbacks because they own, that's the only thing they knew how to do. But it didn't really add anything to their characters. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Hmm. Um, and then season six, which is the last season, had some strong points, had some minuses, I think. There's this one episode, season six, where they like, they kind of give you all the answers that you want. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the backstory about what the island is and the heart of the island and the shining light and Jacob and the man in black and like all this stuff about good and evil and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They kind of give you this whole expository thing, which like just didn't seem good to me. Like it didn't seem like um, I-, I wasn't happy yeah after i watched it knowing that i knew all the answers Mm -hmm. i felt like they should have spread out that whole backstory throughout the entirety of season six Mm, okay so you get pieces back and forth flashbacks of all these things because there's literally this one episode that's just exposition exposition that's explaining why everything is the way it is Mm -hmm. and you don't see the characters anymore that you're that are like the core of the show and i still stand by it I like the ending. Now, having rewatched it, was uh-huh. it, does it, A, does it still stand up? And if it does, was, do you think your first watch through was better or your second watch through? Like your most recent one? Um, I think, I think it does stand up still. I think you could still watch it and enjoy it. Um, while thinking, hey, this came out in 2004 and some of the special effects aren't that great. Mm-hmm. But I think the storytelling is still amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it does set a bar. It did set a bar at the time for what TV shows could be. That mm-hmm. and like The Sopranos. Um, I think watching it the first time was still great. Yeah. was Is the best. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the second watch through though because there was a lot I forgot. Yeah. But I remember like, you know, I remember watching it for the first time and watching the, the, the series finale. And like, I remember, you know, just, it was, it was a cool thing. Yeah. It was really cool to watch it for the first time through and not know what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. I'd recommend it. Nice. I think give what, it a, what I've been wanting to do and we'll see if I can make this happen. Um, what I really have been wanting to do is I want to set, I want to start watching like four or five shows, but mm-hmm. I want to kind of go old school with it and have like a certain night for the show, right? So like Tuesday would be Lost, oh. and it's like you watch like one, maybe two episodes of Lost on Tuesday. Wednesday could be like Westworld, and it's like start back at season one and watch like one or two episodes of Westworld on Wednesday, and like kind of stretch it out over the course of weeks and oh. fight the urge to like binge any of it and like go through the story that way. I, uh, I feel like I want to try that. Cause I feel like I would really, I think I would really like that. I think there's, I, I think there's a lot of when I binge a show, like I really enjoy it, but I don't think 
I think that there becomes times where I'm just like not taking it in and just kind of like going through an episode to get through an episode to kind of keep going. And I think by spreading it out more and being like, okay, like Tuesday, like this is the night I get to watch lost. Like I will devote more time and attention to the episodes and, you know, maybe take in more of it when it's not just a string of like six hours of watching it. Yeah. So I've been meaning to, to try that, but, I haven't I haven't gotten around to it. I just I don't know why. It's I'm I'm like this weird anomaly that like during COVID and being at home more I, I I'm watching more shows than I watched in the past. Like I'm doing more of everything that I do at home. Sure. Um but comparatively I've I'm really not watching that much TV at all. Mm. So I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I've also started... Uh, yeah, sorry, what were we going to watch? I said I watched Tiger King. I remember that. Oh, Tiger King is that, good. Does that not feel like it was like years ago? It that does, that was, dude. That, that, that felt... I I think actually Gala brought it up. And I was like, oh my God, that feels like I watched that a year ago. Yeah. She's like, that was that came out in March and you watched it. I know. It was, I was like, like, it was like week shit. one of COVID, like when all the lockdowns oh started. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that was crazy. Anyways, what are you saying? What, what are you watching? So I started watching a new show. Okay. Uh, well, not a new show. It's an older show, but mm-hmm. not old. It depends on how you define old. Uh, have you heard of The Leftovers? I have. I don't know anything about it. All right. So this show is really cool. Okay. First of all, uh, I, I started watching this after Lost because Damon Lindelof, who wrote Ro- Lo- Lost, also wrote this. Okay. Um, and it's based on a book. And it's about... It's on HBO. And... It's about one day, 2% of the world's population disappears. And it's about what happens after. What? Hold on. Okay. All right. I think I have heard something about that. Is it good? Okay. So, like, yes, but it strings you along for a very long time. So, what happens is there's, like, so the event happens where the 2% of the people disappear. Mm-hmm. And everything in this show takes place like three years after. Mm-hmm. And it kind of shows like the different factions of people that are affected by what happened and how they cope with it or how they don't cope with it while also trying to figure out where the people went and if they're dead or if they're not dead and how you move on with your life after it. Mm-hmm. But like it there's a lot of things that you're watching that you're like, I have no idea why the fuck these, these people are doing this. Mm -hmm. But like, I guess I'm not supposed to know because I'm, I'm supposed to already know what's happening because it's three years later, but I don't understand. And they string you along without explaining kind of what's going on. And I finished Uh the first season and I kind of know what's going on, but like part of me is still kind of confused, Mm -hmm. but I kind of like it because It kind of because they're all confused. Interesting. In the show, like nobody knows what's going on. Interesting. And even me as the viewer, I don't know what's going on. All right. And it's kind of cool. <laughs> is it is, is it is the show wrapped up or is it like a still yeah. going? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it was only on for three seasons. Okay. Although right. three seasons is a lot, I guess, for a show. But um, yeah, I think it came out in like two thousand four. Okay. Maybe after. I don't remember, but um, it's really good. I really, I don't know, 2004, I couldn't have, 2014. 
yeah, yeah, 2000, yeah. June that, 29, 2014. That sounds a lot better. Yeah, it's uh, really good. Very interesting. It really does make you think, I think, this show. Like, a lot of shows are like, oh, I want you to think about your existence. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, what does life mean? And, like, oh, God, okay, great. But, like, this show really does it without making expository. Like, really getting to it. Okay. And it has the sci-fi elements, which I love. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to have to check Add it out. Add to the list. I got actually. I I lied to you. There is I have there is one TV thing I've been watching, and I can't believe I I've not remembered to say this. Can't believe it, you lied to me until now. I my favorite there. I I have a favorite TV show, and have you ever watched Taskmaster? No, never even heard of it. Oh my god, skanky, 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 skanky. Yes, yes, yes. You have got to watch this fucking show. It's okay. on YouTube. It's a British show. YouTube. Okay. It's on, and they, I think series one through five, it, all the episodes are uploaded on their YouTube page, and they're uploading series six right now. They upload like a week at a time or whatever. Um, it's okay. a British comedy show with, uh, what's his, Greg Davies is the Taskmaster. Um, okay. He was in The Inbetweeners, I believe. Oh, I love the Even Tweet. Um, I think. Let me see. Yeah, Greg Davies is the guy. This guy's fucking giant. Yeah, he was in Inbetweeners. Um, anyways, but uh, the premise of the show is that there are, I think, there's five comedians and the Taskmaster, which is Greg Davies, and then his assistant, which is Alex Horn. And each episode, it airs in the series. It airs the five comedians having to do a series of tasks of like random stupid tasks that the taskmaster sets out that they are then randomly scored on. Um, it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, Sarah and I tiny, tiny is the one that told me about it. She found it on YouTube. Sarah and I watched all the episodes up until the most recent one that's been out and laugh our fucking asses off. It is so goddamn funny. Okay, Um, good. It's it's amazing. You absolutely you absolutely need to check it out. It, it's it, it reminds me of a little bit of like a whose line is it anyways type thing, but like uh, less stand up and perform like a sketch type thing. But it's the same type of like thing that you love, where it's like banter between comedians that is absolutely hilarious. Oh, so okay. It's it's fantastic. It's really really good. Uh, I have told two or three other people about it and they have not made it through a single episode so they've started one and have not been able to finish i should say a single episode so i don't know how widely appealing this is but i think it is i think it's absolutely phenomenal absolutely phenomenal. i'm gonna find an episode to recommend to you and i'll send you a link for it and you need to check it out it's so good all right i will check it out so yeah send me the link I, 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 gotta, I gotta find it. I gotta find the link. Send me the link. I gotta find the link, and then I will. I will let you know. It's it's so okay. good. It's so good. I, I want you to watch it. I want you to think it's hilarious. I want you to tell me all about how great it is. Okay. So, yeah. So no, that that's it. That's all. Of, that's that's all I got for you, man. Okay. That's, that's all. Do you I got like, for wait, you. you like British TV show at all? TV shows at all? Have you watched Inbetweeners? No, I'm not watching Inbetweeners. I don't think oh. I've really watched any British TV. I mean, really? I've, like, I've watched Doctor Who. I think that's the extent of, and Downton okay. Abbey are the extent of my like understanding or watching British stuff. Okay. 
Well, I'll recommend three stuff for you, which you probably won't watch, but you can watch it at your own leisure. Okay. Okay. So you got to watch Inbetweeners. Okay. You got to watch Little Britain. Okay. And you have to watch Peep Show. Okay. You've told Peep me Show about Peep Show. Peep Show is uh, Mitchell and Webb. Okay. I don't know if you know them. I don't know them. David Mitchell, Robert Webb. If you look them up, you probably have seen them and stuff before. Okay. They're popular British comedians, all like comedic. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, Peep Show especially is like renowned. Okay. Um, it's kind of like it's shot documentary style, mm-hmm. but it's not a documentary. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like they use these point of view shots. It's very, very interesting. The All whole right. thing. Would recommend. All right. I'm, I'm excited. Give it a shot. I sent you a link, I think, to Taskmaster Series 1, Episode 4. Yeah, I see it. That's, 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 I, I know it's not the beginning, but I recommend starting with that one and just okay. seeing if you like it and then go back to Series 1, Episode 1. Um, one thing that's interesting about the show is that when they started it, they clearly didn't know where they were going with it. So okay. like things kind of evolve through the series, and it gets even better, and then they kind of hit their stride. So I think, I think Series 1, episodes, Episode 4 is, uh, is a good starting spot. All so. right. I'm into it. All right, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear that you love it because I need to find someone else in this world. <laughs> Please, <laughs> other than somebody Sarah and Tiny, Tiny that uh, that love the show. So, but I got to get going. So we got to call this episode here, though. You guys, Great. that's been new, new, a new, a brand new, another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, commute if you still have one, hang out at home, <laughs> chores. Uh, remote learning, whatever it is, we're there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast anywhere, find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, our website, Shenantics.rocks, Spotify, which we got to talk about that next time, oh, Skanky. Yeah, we that. That'll be the, we'll, we'll get around to it eventually. We'll talk about point. buses instead. <laughs> Deadly boy! <laughs> 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 oh my god flashbacks if you have any comments or questions send us a tweet at twitter.com slash shenanticspod or an email shenanticspodcast at gmail.com if you want to join the discussion there's a discord server join the discord at discord.shenantics.rocks and talk to other shenantics fanatics every week and skanky where can they find you on the internet twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky s-k-x-n-k-y if i can talk and on twitter at iskanky i-s-k-a-n-k-y mcall where's your instagram uh instagram.com slash mcall underscore m-c-u-o with the underscore symbol i was thinking about leaving instagram <laughs> Add it to the rest of all. Uh, and I stream okay. on Twitch about as often as this podcast comes out. Go to twitch.tv. <laughs> that, that, uh, oh. <laughs> maybe a little less. But. Maybe, maybe. All right, I'll talk to you next time, bud. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.